one true snack. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to another quarantine episode of I'm Horrified. Quarantine happy hour. It really is, but my happy hour this week is a glass of tea because I almost fell asleep during a work call. So I had to get caffeine in my body. Mine is a sippy cup full of water um, because I'm, for some reason, like more inclined to drink water when it comes through a straw, like an elderly person. Um, good. We have to be ourselves. You just watched me power eat an avocado because I realized <laughs> that, um, I think I told you guys last week or maybe last episode about the fact that I've been making a lot of TikTok whipped coffee. Um, that's pretty much all I put in my body today and it's... 5.30. So we were having a little bit of like a heart attack minute. Quickly got some, you know, high nutritional fat yes. in my body, feeling good, feeling sexy, feeling ready. Um, Chris and I are ordering the Cheesecake Factory for dinner later. So I'm fueled by that. That's I'm a in a good thing. place. Sam, are you in a good place? I'm in a good place. I'm I'm on my couch in the nerdiest corner of my apartment. Yep. Uh, and I'm probably we're probably gonna make the DiGiorno's pizza that's in our freezer tonight. Oh, we're feeling safe. We're feeling <laughs> good. Oh, going back to old loves. We're living it up. We're Speaking living it up. Old loves. Wait. Speaking of that, Sam, what Stop happened? <laughs> what happened in the world? What are we gonna talk about first before anything else? You guys stop the presses. <laughs> Sit down. <gasps> Stephanie Meyer, the author of The Twilight Saga. So that would be, for those of you who aren't aware, Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse. For those of you on, who aren't aware. Has announced <laughs> that she has completed a book she has been working on for like probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that book is Midnight Sun, Midnight Twilight Sun. from Edward's point of view. We have been waiting. We have been watching. I remember when the first chapter was leaked. Yes. And everyone was saying that it was a publicity stunt and that she was just like teasing it so it would be released next year. And then everyone was like, all right, now she, and then two years went by and it's like, all right, now she's going to release it. And finally, we all just gave up and we're like, I guess she really didn't want it to be released. Like, I guess that really happened. Like, the first, okay, so for those of you who don't know, yeah, this during is the Twilight, I'm, oh, I'm all flustered. During the Twilight heyday, yes, um, I don't remember exactly when, but I think it's after all the books came out. A I think chapter, so. The movies, I think, were happening and the, the movies books were happening. Were done. A chapter was leaked from this retelling of the first Twilight book. From there's a motorcycle outside of my apartment. Ooh, he go fast. Quiet, quiet. We're talking about Twilight. I gotta close the door because I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll keep explaining it. So <laughs> okay, so um, a chapter of Midnight Sun, this project that was Twilight from Edward's point of view, was leaked, and everyone at first thought it was a publicity stunt. But then mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, Al, on her website, Stephanie Meyer was like, "I'm devastated that this happened." I know the exact person that leaked it and it's totally like broken my heart. I cannot finish this project. So here's like a good chunk of Midnight Sun. I'll never finish it. Yep. She literally like went there and I, in my brain. She was just like, just have it. Just take it. Take whatever I have and you're not getting any more. 
Exactly. We were all like, Stephanie, but I just thought that was, I genuinely was like, okay, that's more of a publicity stunt. Yeah. And they're just kind of setting it up for a year down the road when things start to taper. Um, she played the fucking long game, if that is the case. She did. And do you know the thing about Grey? About what? Oh my God. So this is my favorite part of the whole story. Years later, she's like, okay, I have healed and I finally want to finish Midnight Sun. Like now's the time. I'm really going to do it. And she goes to bed that night. Like tomorrow I'm going to pick up Midnight Sun again and I'm going to finish it. And what does she wake up to the next day? But the news that E.L. James is writing gray, 50 shades of gray from Christian's point of view. My God. And she was like, I'm never writing the night sun. Fuck I will it. never do it. I will I'm never just, do it's it. cursed. I'm just not doing it. It's cursed. But, but now it's happening. Now it's happening. It's happening. Oh my God. Oh my God. My stars. I am very excited. I am my heart is a patter, pitter patter right now. I um, found out through TikTok the other day from yeah. TikTok memes about it. I was like, this can't be real. And then I Googled it and I was like, Midnight Sun? It's happening. I will say um, that Chris woke me up with that news. Um, I've been sleeping in because I am unemployed. Um, and uh, I like he woke me up and was like, Hey, it's 10 30 or 11 or noon. You should probably be awake. Also, um, some news just came through that. And like, I kind of heard like, Stephanie Meyer, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? And then I was just like, have you heard of midnight sun? And I like bolted up. I was like, what's, what's happening? What, who, where? <laughs> like, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't handle it. I, I still can't handle it. So I am thrilled. We're going to read it. I'm thrilled for me. We're going to read it. We're going to do some kind of book club about it. Yeah. A lot will be happening. We will. We'll also, we should also, um, when we buy it and read it, we should Mm -hmm. donate some money um, to to the Quilliot tribe um, that she totally took the name of in the books. And then like totally just made them shapeshifters and has been making money off the merch for years. Uh, she's also like Mormon, which maybe that's mean, but it's like, you know, like there's a lot of like anti-gay sentiments yeah. and stuff like that. So I don't know how I feel about supporting her work. I gotta read that book. I gotta read that yeah, book. Yeah, I'm gonna offset to that, that bad book. feeling with a good feeling about this donation. Uh, I gotta read that book. I gotta yeah. do it. We have to read it. Maybe we can do one copy between the two of us. Maybe that can work. But but at the same time, what if we need two copies? I don't know. I just, I need to read it. That's all I'm going to say is that I need to read it. I'm so, oh, I need to read it. I'm going to find absolutely also, and I've been meaning to do this all day, um, the chapter online, which I'm sure is somewhere. Oh, yeah. The first chapter. Um, But that's that on that, everyone. My only hope is... My only hope is now she'll write a sequel to The Host, which was her other book that I really liked. I fucking liked The Host. I thought it was good. Twilight was good, too. I don't have time for this, honestly. <laughs> um, but, all right, we gotta, we gotta reel it in. Yeah, anyways, back to the podcast we do, which is not yeah. about Twilight for some reason. We're gonna talk about something equally joyous. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about snacks. Snack. The best snack period. What is the best snack? We're going to decide today. 
are we going to decide or are we just going to say like our favorite snacks? We'll probably just say our favorites. I didn't come from that. I guess I should have come from the lens of like, what's the ideal snack? Who do you think that one of them is the ideal snack for me? Or can I just go first? I'll go first. You go first. I feel like I have something to say. Let's just talk about snacks. snacks. No pressure. I was just eating a snack. You watched me eat a snack. I did. Um, And I, that's actually on my list. So I have three snacks. I have three of what I feel are the ideal snacks. This is for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any dietary restrictions or anything. So these are all vegetarian. Um, But I, I think that these are like three good time snacks. Um, They suit different purposes but they satisfy several of my different sensibilities. Um, And it's also like, what to say about the ultimate snack? Like what composes the ultimate snack? And it's like so much about your mood. Yes. Like where you are in your menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. But there are some ride or dies out there. I'm going to start with chips and guac. Ooh. Chips and guac to me is like nourishment, baby. It's like you feel so satisfied by chips and guac for a couple of reasons you're getting that satisfying crunch Mm -hmm. crunch is crucial to me for any snack i if it doesn't have crunch it's not a snack for me like if i don't have something to crunch on like wow i need it i need it all of these are crunch crunch centric these snacks i'm about to describe um and also not just from the chip but if you're doing it right the minced white onion in the guac itself will have a little bit of that crunch, a little bit of Mm -hmm. veggie crunch. But so you get that crisp sense of refreshment from the vegetables. You get the citrus undertones from the lime, but the creaminess from the avocado. It's just like the perfect bite. It is the perfect bite. And it just hits the spot, like almost no matter what. And it's also like pretty easy and cheap. And I, I think the thing that I love about it is if you, it's very easy to make. You literally can just like mash a bunch of things up and then spoon it onto chips right away. And you can just keep avocados and like avocados, I think people are scared of avocados. Like they think they go ripe too fast or they don't Mm -hmm. know when they're ripe. You have a pretty good window with avocados. Keep a couple avocados around your house. And when the mood strikes you, even if it's like not quite there yet, you mash it up and it's usually fine. And, and then you just like have a fresh snack. And there's something about like that freshness which I sometimes really need from a snack. And if I'm like really hungry or like really need to like hit the spot with a snack, I feel like involving some fresh ingredients kind of gives me that extra kapow that I need. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's chips and guac. That's my, that's my first one. The next one is the one that I was just eating, which is, stay with me on this, you guys. A wedge of brie and ritz crackers delicious the ultimate waspy white woman snack so i i get it it's not it's not a fan favorite but it is always gonna make you feel fancy bougie and gorgeous absolutely i love the ritual of placing the cheese on the cracker you know you get to play with cheese wicks Mm. where you cut it how much cheese goes on the cracker. You can eat the little piece of cheese by yourself. You get to kind of curate your bite. It's the the highest class way to ingest protein. Um, I'll say that. That is true. 
I just feel like there is this like baseline satisfaction in cheese and crackers. I think that's why it's at so many functions. Mm-hmm. It's like a celebration. It's a, it's a plate of celebration. It, it, it's about coming together. Yeah. It's about oh, just like something's happening. Do you know what I mean? Like something's happening if you've got brie and crackers out and it can just be you. You are the celebration. You know what I'm saying? Still got that crunch factor. Exactly. Um, Still got that crunch factor, but instead of the salty snap of the chip, it's more of like a flaky, buttery cracker. I like the Ritz crackers. I also like the little butterfly crackers. Mm -hmm. I do not like water crackers. Miss me with that. Um, (laughs) But it's just, uh, it just, perfection for me. So, all right, now my last snack for me that's like part of the trip. Like if I could only have these three things to snack on, this would yeah. be it. It's chocolate covered pretzels. Ooh. Chocolate covered pretzels, sweet and salty, the ultimate power couple. Yeah. It just brings, I think, when you think sweet and salty, like this to me is the perfect vehicle for sweet and salty. Ooh. That's so true. So it just satisfies both of those urges so completely, like a dark chocolate and then the salty pretzel. Like it just, it does it like no other. And what does it have, Sam? Crunch. Crunch. You get that crunch. So it's like the flavor. It's just like the bam of the chocolate. Like it satisfies the need for sweet, satisfies the need for salty, and it gives you something to crunch into. Oh, I want it now. I'm so hungry. Why did we do that? I'm so hungry. I had that snack because I haven't eaten anything all day. And I was just thinking about dinner. Um, but I also find, so for me, the chocolate covered pretzel is like my comfort snack. Mm. I feel like you got your, you have comfort, different comfort categories. Like I'm a comfort meal, comfort dessert, comfort snack. For the record, my comfort meal is bucatini with arabiata sauce. And my comfort dessert is creme brulee. And I know you're like, Ali, that's not a comfort dessert. Like, you can only get that at a restaurant. Well, I'm comfortable in restaurants. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> again, easily accessible, but it still feels kind of like high class, like the brie, you guys. It's not about the price. It's about the emotion. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like junk food that doesn't make you feel junky. It's got this sort of elegance while still having a nurturing quality. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a beautiful yeah. grandmother. Yes. Like a beautiful coiffed grandmother in like a smart pantsuit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. I know exactly what you mean somehow. So, you know, who's just like gonna like give you um, like a crisp $50 bill to help with like your school books or whatever it is that you do. You know what I mean? Like it just, and I guess as like a wasp, it, it really is comforting. Like I need that sensibility. So yeah, those are my three ultimate snackies, chips and guac, brie and crackers, chocolate covered pretzels. And if you ever give me any of those three things, I will love you forever. Oh my God. A guide to Allie's heart. A guide to my heart. Very much so. Um, And if you ever come to my home, there will be brie and crackers on the table, no matter what. That's just the way I was raised. Um, But those, that's my, that's my snack truth. I love that. And thank you for speaking your truth here today. You are welcome. And, and I am welcome to speak yeah. my truth. And, yeah. and you are welcome to speak your truth. And please do speak your truth. Okay. I will speak my truth right now. Um, I respect and understand the need for multiple snacks for multiple things. Mm-hmm. I think that was wise. 
But I'd like to introduce to you the one true snack. Right. <laughs> one snack to rule them all, one snack to find them, one snack to bring them all and in the darkness find them. Right. That's what we're talking about today. And that snack for me is popcorn. And it just it has for you. It is for you. Because I lived with you for many, many years. It really has been. Popcorn is truly my comfort snack. Like if I'm feeling really a little bit is. down, we're turning on that microwave, baby. Yeah, I hear it. It's like it's already on if you're having a bad day. Absolutely. Frankly, I want it now. I'm yeah. not having a bad day, but now that I'm talking about it, I'd like some. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple things about popcorn that I'd like to highlight uh, for the listeners. Number Please. one, ease of use. So popcorn, I, and I do feel this is important with a snack. A good snack has to be pretty low maintenance. Absolutely. Because you really are just wanting it in that moment. It's for a purpose that's like now. So microwave popcorn, you just pop it in there. You know the timing in your brain. You take it out, you're done. And it's warm and delicious and it's got a crunch, as we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can buy different levels of saltiness or butteriness to fit your favorite. And that kind of leads me to thing number two, which is versatility. So we were talking Mm. about a need for multiple snacks. With popcorn, you don't need that because we've got toppings, baby. Mm -hmm. You need something sweet, may I introduce you to a caramel corn or kettle corn. Chocolate drizzle. Exactly. If you need something salty, you can do a traditional corn, a movie theater butter. You know what I mean? If if you need something cheesy, we've got smart food available to you at any time. You could go ham on those like big holiday tins of the different flavors of popcorn. Yes. yes. And I also think a different fun thing about popcorn is like, I'm a very much a microwave popcorn person. Like I buy myself an Orville Redenbacher and I go ham. Mm-hmm. But if you like, you can just buy yourself like kernels and a wok and you can imagine any kind of popcorn you want. You can put right. in any seasoning you're interested in. And you can have that totally for the cheap because you can buy a shit ton of kernels for like nothing. Um, You can have that whenever you wish, whatever kind of popcorn hits your fancy. And then the other, my last highlight for popcorn is tradition. Like if I'm in a movie theater, like if I'm walking into a theater and I feel the air conditioning on my body and I smell that like weird movie theater smell, like I need a small buttered popcorn. Yeah, period. I need one. It doesn't End matter of if discussion. I just ate. It doesn't matter if I'm full. Yeah. There's been many times when we've gone to a full, elegant dinner. Yes. Eaten to fullness. Yes. And gone to a movie and gotten popcorn because, like, what the fuck else are we supposed to do? What else are you supposed to do? And it really heightens for me now watching movies in my home. If I have my popcorn, wow, it just completes the experience for me. It really does. I also think that scientifically, popcorn bypasses your actual stomach. I think it must. It just kind of, um, it goes through some other organ. Because, like, if I'm full, like, I can still stack, like, it's like cotton candy. Like, if you yeah. pressed it all together, it would be nothing. Um, and I've also never gotten full by eating popcorn. I'm never like, oh, I eat too much popcorn. I eat popcorn by the giant fistful. And I just smash it near my mouth and yeah. try to keep all of it in to get it down my throat. And I do that like 30 times. And then the movie starts. And then the movie begins. Yes, exactly. And then um, I still, like, you know, I don't feel it. You can yeah. just keep going, which is a beautiful thing. And so that's, the next time you're looking for a snack, I invite you to think of popcorn. Because I really think it could be there for you. Mm-hmm. Like it's been there for me. 
Oh, Sam. Yeah. And I want that for everyone. You changed me. (laughs) (sighs) I will say the beautiful thing about movie popcorn is like when you get that super yellow piece. Yes. I live for that. Yes. You always want like the most saturated piece you can find. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Popcorn. You can have some after your Cheesecake Factory. I could. Though actually Cheesecake Factory might be the one thing that makes you so full that you literally can't open your mouth for another couple hours. That's science. Um, That's true. That's true. (laughs) Cheesecake Factory just kind of shuts your body down for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, But we love it. Yeah, yeah, Sam, I think you are totally right. Popcorn is a beautiful religion. Thank you so much. But now that I'm thinking about it, I wish I had some brie in this house. I mean, again, different snacks for different, for different wax. Like, it's just whenever, whenever, uh, the mood calls you. Yes. Um, though I do think sort of, it's sometimes like action precedes motivation or emotion. Like you're having a a bad day. You're feeling disorganized. Put together a quick little cheese plate with a little triangle of brie and like a soft fan of crackers all of a sudden, maybe you're not in debt. You're not breaking up with your boyfriend. You're not having a toxic relationship with your aunt. You know, none of that's happening because you are together. <laughs> your life is together. Um, that's how I feel. Yes. Yes. I love not it. as expensive as you think, too. Especially and I if you get it at Trader Joe's, which is Ooh. a great place to get cheese of all kinds. Great tip. Um, what I would love is for our listeners to tweet at us with some of your favorite snacks. Please. Because in this time when none of us are leaving our houses, we have nothing to do but eat snacks. You know, We have nothing to do but snack. Yeah. Snack all day, snack all night. So tell us what your ultimate snack is. And if you, uh, if you say, here's my ultimate snack, and then it's a picture of us, thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> who would even think? Don't. Oh, boy. No, you're crazy. You guys are so crazy. Don't do that. We'll look forward to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, keep hanging in there, you guys. Eat your snacks. Drink your drinks in moderation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am, like, worried about, like, everyone's like, oh, I'm drinking my way through this quarantine. And I'm like, I am drinking my way through this quarantine. Time to uh, rehydrate. Yeah. So <laughs> hydrate out there and be well, everyone. We love you. Be well. Bye, guys.